Hey everyone, welcome back to Our Minds Lifestyle. We focus on finances, relationships, and more. Welcome back to Our Minds Lifestyle. I'm your host, Kedan Belay. And I'm Ethan Belay. And today we're letting you guys get to know us. So um, to start off, we've been together for nine years. We'll be 10 years in 2023. And we met um, at 19. And we are Fast forward nine years later, we are here. We are creating businesses together. Um, so we spend a lot of time together. So with us spending so much time together, how come you're not tired of me yet? <laughs> uh, serious question. <laughs> serious question. You want the truth? Be honest. All right. So I like the fact like, like our relationship is natural. So when we when we first started talking we were always just like best friends so you fast forward you know nine years we just have a friendship so um i mean i think the hardest part is mainly like being able to mentally transition from like work and everyday life to like intimate time is like is that hard for you not at all see so you're talking about for me (laughs) yeah so I'm getting used to that, but it's a vibe. What about you? Okay. Um, so for me, um, what was my question? Well, you were saying like, um, like pretty much why haven't like? Oh, why haven't um, you gotten tired? Because there's tired. a few topics you brought up that my mind automatically wanted to respond to those. Okay, so why I haven't gotten tired of you? That's honestly. A great question that, to be honest, I'm not sure exactly if I could sum it up, but I would say the qualities that I love about you, um, even in even in the beginning of our relationship, I think I've told you this before, where you were the first person that I could spend spend a lot of time around and not get tired of. Because yeah. even my one of my friends I was talking to, I was like, yeah, this is the first guy I was talking to, and there's, there's you just didn't irritate me. There's certain people, even certain, even some of my friends to this day, I couldn't be in a relationship with because I love them, we get along great, but they know and I know that we could we wouldn't be great when it comes to compa- compatibility as far as being in a partnership. Yeah. But with you, I've never had that problem. Ever since we were friends and then transitioned into girlfriend and boyfriend, transitioned into being your fiancé, to transition into being your wife, um, the whole transition, I had no problem with spending time with you. So even during the pandemic, we already spent time with each other. There's a lot of people that their relationship just wasn't working throughout that mm-hmm. time. But we continue to do what we normally do. So I don't really have like an answer of why. I just think overall... You're just a great person. And I think when you have two individuals that just get each other, it helps. Um, Because outside of me finding you attractive, if I found you attractive, but then your personality didn't match to your your attractionness, I felt like we wouldn't have worked. Right, right, right. You know, but for us, like we do a lot together. And the reason I want to continue to do things together is one, you're my best friend first. I have this saying where we are friends first, relationship 
second. Mm -hmm. And also, we don't have kids yet, but when we decide to start wanting to go through the process of the idea of having kids, we talk about it a lot. We talk about our parenting and what it would be like. But when we're actually ready to, like, no, like, we are going to start having kids. So are for you ready for kids? I am not ready for kids right yeah. now. I'm not. Are you? I don't think I am either. Like, and I, I know there's I, people saying, you guys are never going to be ready. Yeah, I would love to have kids one day. I just, I don't know if I want that time to be now. Like, I know I don't, I'm not going to live forever, but... I don't know. I, I feel like I don't know why I just have this feeling like I haven't like lived life yet. And it's like I hate to say like like I haven't like I haven't accomplished the goals that I want to achieve. You know, it's like I'm not I feel like right now we're both at the place where we are putting ourselves first. And the best way I can piggyback off of what you just said, if I decide I don't want to cook right now cuz I do I do most of the cooking in our household. Um, and every now and then you'll cook as well. But if I decide not to, just like I just said, if I decide not to, you can still cook. If we have kids, I feel like there's a level of, of dependency that they need, that they need from us. And right now I'm not ready to provide that. I'm ready to be committed into a relationship with you where I, where I'm faithful to you. I'm loyal to you. Those characteristics I have, they're in me, but to be a mom and to be there to be able to provide for this child because if I don't provide for this child, they can't move forward. I'm not ready for that responsibility. And with you and us being in a relationship, there's still responsibility that we both owe each other, but our life can still go on if you decide, if I decide not to cook for you, if I decide I just want to lay in bed today or I decide I don't want to do something, you may be affected in some way, but you're not going to be like, you can still carry on. You might be able to pick up the slack. A newborn baby can't do that. Yeah, I think I think the best way that I can put it is like I know how big of a responsibility it is and I'm not ready to I'm not ready to say like I'm I want to assume this responsibility. Yeah. But if the responsibility was bestowed upon me, then I'm ready for it. Like I'm not gonna but, be like, Oh well, it was nice knowing. <laughs> right. And I feel like to even say that, so for example, in our relationship, you know, because we are honestly being very transparent and straightforward with you. Um, you don't have to say that. Just shoot straight with him. Well, I am. But I'm just, with the part I'm going to say now. So, like, we pull out, like, yeah. our in, our, in our sex life. Like, uh, rarely do we use condoms, but we pull out. And that pull-out method has been working for us. In nine years, I think we only had two times where we were, like, thought we were probably pregnant. But that was also just because... That was how, years ago, though. Yeah, that was also of us just being irresponsible at that time. Yeah. But once we had those couple scares, we were like, you know what? Like, I think that's a sign that we did that we were not pregnant to this day. And I was like, you know what? Let's not be so irresponsible when it comes to sex. Like, we could still have lots of sex, but let's still be responsible with it. Um, so saying that, like, we don't have kids for a reason. And once we decide, like, okay, I'm ready, you're ready then maybe we'll get rid of the pull-out method. And at that point, like, all right, like, if it happens, I'm not, I'm not going to be that type of person. I'm ovulating. Let's go have sex right now. Like, um, I do want to give myself a healthy time frame. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, like, oh, let's start pulling out when I'm 40. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would, I would like to probably have a kid before I'm 40. But then again, if I don't and I have one after 40, there's no rush. Or if I never have kids in my uh, lifetime. 40 years I'm old, okay. I'm probably not. Gonna so you're saying that. if you don't have a kid by 40, you don't want one? I mean, is that what you're saying? It's not what I'm saying. What you saying then? I mean, I just feel like 
I wouldn't want my wife to be 40 and have a kid with her. Nothing against women that have had children at 40 or older, but it's just my preference. Um, just because, I mean, you know, I, your body goes, goes through a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, 40, like, <laughs> for me, I just would feel, me personally, I would feel uncomfortable at, like, being like, mm. But why? I don't know. It's not your. It's not even your body. So if I'm healthy and I'm, and because there's still women that have kids in their forties. True. So if I'm, if now if you're scared because of complications that you've been told, the older you get, because I'm not. Gonna I, lie, yeah, it would I, be based off yeah, of that. Yeah. There's times yeah. where I'm like, ooh, like I heard of these geriatric years, and that used to kind of scare me. But right. I'm like, you know what? Like, if it's meant for me to have one, I'm gonna have one, and and I, and I believe that I'm just gonna have a successful birth. I'm gonna go in it with that mindset. And just believe that that's that's what I'm gonna have. Yeah. Because um, there was times I would be scared too, but I try not to put fear in my heart at that right, point. Right. Yeah. Because um, what maybe we have our first kid at 33, 35. Who knows? But then we have a second one at 40. Then what? <laughs> I'm like in my mind. I'm also thinking like, if I'm 40, am I gonna even still have the energy to want to like raise my kid like at a young yes. age? Yes. I mean, yeah, when you when I said it, it sounds better in my head asking that question, but like... I'm glad no, you said yeah. it out loud, because then you answered your Honestly, question. yeah, like, I'll be the, like, for my kids, I would be the type, because I'm family-oriented, so, like, me as a father, I'm going to be that, that father that's like, all right, well, like, we're going to go on a hiking trip today, or, like, we're going to do a camping trip, or we're going to go to a park one day and just, like, throw the football around as a family, like, being a more active and involved father. And as long as you um, start that process now, while we're in our twenties, there, there should we like you. There's people in their fifties and sixties. We see it now because of social media that if you take care of your body, you can last long. That I mean, it's just like a vehicle. Very know? much so. Um, you take care of your car, it will it will last. Oh, it's long. like a vehicle. I don't know much about I vehicles, heard that but I did too. That's why I, re I repeated oh, yeah. from somewhere. But it makes sense. Like I heard someone even talking about like how you do oil changes on your body. I mean, on your, on your car, you should do oil changes on your body. So that's mm -hmm. why me and you, we detox. There's times where we go a few days or for a few weeks without sex by choice. You know what I mean? There's certain times where we don't go by choice, you know, and that's even a hardship that we dealt with in our relationship that we'll get into later later down the road when, we're, when we want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, because relationships are not easy. For us to be together nine years... I don't have like a secret sauce of how we were able to make it. We started dating at 19. We're still strong. Um, we got, we waited five years before we got married. We were engaged for five years before we decided to pull the strings um, because our views on marriage is different. And if you have more questions about that, we did another video on our marriage uh, views. But yeah, so like that's a little bit about us. Um, and I guess to sum it up, you know, I think you're just a wonderful person. And I really love your mindset. I love your heart. I love how loyal you are to me, to other people. Um, and I think because of all your characteristics, it just makes up a great individual that's, that matches me. Yeah. And my characteristics makes up a great individual that matches me. And for everyone out there looking for their spouse, you just, one, you, I feel like you can't look for it. We weren't looking when we found each other. We just yeah, happened to. Yeah, definitely wasn't looking. Yeah, we, just, we happened to just be at the right place at the right time. And that's yeah. what I feel like that's that's you'll know when you're just at that right place at that right time. Yeah, and I had just got my heartbreak too. So I definitely was, I was at that phase where your whole face I am going to call it that cuz like I didn't I still didn't like 
date a, just every girl I could come in contact with. But um, I did start picking up on the dating, though, like just having a lot of women friends. Do so you feel like you started picking up on your red flags sooner than later? Picking up on my red flags. Like red like, flags of like the, the people you were dating. So like when you start experiencing. I got full blown cheated on. That's like. what well, <laughs> you being cheated on. So like looking back, was there red flags that you could have that you could have walked out before it got to that yeah. point, or you could have protected your sanity yeah. before it got to that point? Yeah. Because like I'm a I I'm not I, I probably not so much now, but I used to be a very forgiving person. I forgave her a lot for a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff wasn't as big as that, but just like when it got to that point, I was just like, all right, I'm over it now. So, I have a question for you. If I was to ever cheat on you, would you forgive me? I don't know. It depends on the circumstances. Depends on how I cheated? <laughs> it just depends on the circumstances because everybody will say what they would do. Right. Like, um, I think you would deal with a different side of me, though. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be as invested in a relationship. Anymore. And at that point, I feel like when, when once you start cheating and you break that trust, I feel like I don't. I mean, there have been some relationships that were able to rebuild and and come back together. But to be honest, I want to talk to some people who have cheated and have um, been able to come back into their relationships. Yeah. Because for me, I feel you. I, honestly, if you cheat on me. It would be the exact same way. Like I don't, I can't say if I would or wouldn't forgive you. I don't know, um, because I'm like, okay, if you cheated once, it's always gonna be in my mind that you're always cheating. That's extra negativity and extra, um, just extra negative thoughts in my head that I just don't need. I don't, I don't know if I would forgive you, but then again, I don't know if I wouldn't. That yeah. is kind of hard. Um, I feel like we we haven't experienced that, so I would want to talk to some people who have experienced cheating. Um, now, me and you have experienced, and see, that's a great question because I don't necessarily look at some of the stuff that we experience as cheating. I know that in our lifetime, we experience boundaries being crossed. And that, you're in the relationships, you're always going to experience boundaries being crossed. I think at that point, it just depends on when somebody goes too far as far as crossing a boundary. Um, I don't think it's a regular thing for boundaries to get crossed. No, not regular. But in a relationship, at some point, your boundaries will be crossed. They'll it's be about, tested. It's about how you communicate them and then communicate those boundaries, and then also how the person, like, understands your boundary and your communication of that boundary and how they react to that communication. So it's like a healthy reaction or a healthy. Like it's weird because there's an action that causes a reaction. Depending on that reaction, will tell you if the relationship is solid. And what I mean by that, like there was an action where, like, let's say, like you would find like maybe like a girl's number on my phone or something, and then after that, you react. Now your way may be like getting me back or communicating and talking like, yo, this is this makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then let's say you communicate that, which is your reaction. How I react to it off of the healthy communication is gonna be like, will determine if I'm invested. Because then my action, like what I've learned is I don't listen to what anybody says anymore. I go strictly off of what they do. And I've learned that for men and women because human beings will literally say, 
one thing and like no they're gonna do something and do the complete opposite or they call you for advice you give them the advice they do the complete opposite like I've learned to just watch people's actions so like based off of the reaction that I get that I give you based off of your communication of this situation is gonna be like alright well now I don't ever really have to worry about that because his action shows it and that, so that's that's honestly and I used to talk a lot and I'm finding myself having less and less to say because I feel like my actions will speak louder than my words. And I, I would still like to communicate, but lately I've been focusing on like, instead of talking about how honorable I am and shit like that, just just be that way. So what's one story you could share within our nine years of a time where you, you learned something from a situation that I've caused about yourself? Hmm. So, like, like, for example, like, say I did something and it caused tension or you got mad at me, but it was a lesson that you learned about yourself. Do you, can you think of any times like that? No. No? Because if you did something foul, I'm, I can't take a lesson from that. Sometimes, like, a lesson in your reaction. Like, a lesson of, like, you know what, like, I used oh, to yeah. react this way, but I don't know how yeah. to react this way. I would say, like, tonality and body language is everything. So, sometimes, like, you know with you being more of a feminine being, your your fluctuation of tone tends to change with your mood or if like something is happening or like something scares you, your tone is more likely to fluctuate more. Um, so like I've learned to like, for me to not be so reactive to that. Um, you know, maybe just cause I, I was brought up, I was used to that where fluctuation was definitely an all time high. So like, um, learning just how not to be so sensitive to that and then understand like you know what I'm saying how important my tone is so like maybe it, like so what I'm saying is like maybe it was a time where like you flipped off the handle about something and like I wasn't so like before I would match that energy with you and be like screaming and yelling and shit and it's like well one that's not helping anything and then two like bro like it's, I'm an adult, like, what, I, what am I doing screaming at this woman for, like, or even screaming back at this woman, even if she's screaming first, like, all right, we'll figure it out, but we're not going to do all that, like, so I don't know, that's one thing that I've learned, it's just learning how to be, like, less reactive to people's actions. Okay, I, I like that, and honestly, mine is kind of similar to yours as well, one thing I've learned um, is that I can't, I can't assume what's going on in your head and I can't right I don't I don't know because I don't know what's going on in your head there's times where I would assume something so there's been so many see, that's why there's I, been I so told many you that times before, yeah. yeah in our relationship where I'm like okay like I I have this feeling in my gut and it's, it's not always what I think it is and I'm up here like either I, I have went through your phone before like in our in the beginning of our years I haven't done anything like that recently because our trust is just be, the longer you're with somebody the more your trust is just going to become stronger. Mm -hmm. And there's one thing that you said now that you learned before I get back into my story, that you look at our relationship now that if you had a female best friend or a sister, you look at, like, if they were to come to, to you about a dude that hurt them, how you would feel, how you want to react, and, like, you don't like seeing them hurt. So because I'm your wife, girlfriend, fiancé, whatever I am at that time, you shouldn't want to see me hurt, so why are you causing the hurt? And that's one thing that a lot of people, I, that's just one thing I've never understood. And that's one thing that I'm trying to make sure that 
I fix in our relationship is that I don't want to cause hurt to you. You're the person that when it comes down to it, you're always there when I need you. You know what I mean? You're the one that's there when I'm crying, when I'm at my when I'm at my lowest. No matter what type of day I'm having, if it's something where I'm just not up to par, you're the one that get kind of gets the back end of it because we live in this house together and you're you're always there. And it's like the ones that's always there are always the ones that get the backlash. And I just don't appreciate that when it happens to me. So I don't want to be the one that it happens to. But see, and I will say this, like you you are a different type of woman. Like I've never met a woman like you, right? I know. But like and I'm not saying this to, to flatter you, like I'm saying based off of like your level of accountability and a level of um, self-awareness. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even in other situations where I've seen with you and other people, like for the most part, I can honestly say like, typically when you get into it with somebody, I know it's, you're not the one that started it. You might not have done everything perfect, but it's like, nah, they, Vic don't start nothing with nobody, but also um, your your level of self awareness as far as like like offending people or like just not even offending people but being confrontational. Um, now, if you have, to, I, I've seen you stand your ground and be like, no, like that that ain't cool. Like I'm not feeling that. But what I'm saying is like, for example, things like this where you was like. You, you said this when we first started talking, like we weren't even together yet, but she was like, well, I would never put my hands on you because I'm you a human being. So I put my hands on you. Like, I can't be mad that you put your hands on me back. And if you so or happen to be stronger. Or the way I decide to put Like, if I yeah. slap you, decide to punch me back, yeah. I made a conscious decision to slap you. You made a conscious decision to react how you feel like you yeah. want to. So that whole, like, slap for slap, punch for punch, that doesn't exist. So right, that's so, why I decide not to put my hands on you because if you decide right, right. to punch me or to keep going just because I slap you once, you punch me twice. Like it sounds petty, <laughs> but, but when it comes down to it, if you decide to do that, I, I already opened the can of worms where you can kind of do yeah, what like, you please. And that's one thing where like the, all this domestic violence that's going on, like really, like we'll get to that. I all right, all right, all right. All right. So look, so what I was saying is like where I grew up. I'm yeah. used to seeing like girls ready to fight dudes in the middle of the street. Like I'm used to growing up around that. So like for you, like as being like maybe 19 to be like, we're having deep conversation and we talk about, and when I ask questions, like I, I, I'm paying attention. So like I'm paying attention to what you said, also your actions. So like, um, I think I might've asked you like how you feel about like domestic abuse in a relationship or something like that. And he was like, well, pretty much, I don't hit you, don't hit me. Like, and I was like, I, I was like, that's real. Cause I don't plan on hitting you and I don't, I don't want to be hit either type thing. So I don't know. I just felt like, like something like that is something where I was like, you're, that's like self-awareness. So yeah, self-control. It's like self-control. Yeah. And accountability. Because the thing is like, I, I think the big thing about a relationship that I've learned a lot of is like being accountable, but also Holding the other person accountable as well. And you know what? Looking back, I feel like, well, honestly, I got to give my dad props on that because there's so many times growing up when I was a child that I would act out or I would do something I'm not supposed to, and I would get in trouble, obviously. And then me and my dad will sit down and have conversations almost like how me and you were just talking now, and he used to use this term where clean slate. Like, I don't know how many clean slates in my childhood that, he, my, dad, <laughs> that my dad gave me, yeah. but we tried to clean my slate a few times. 
And it got to the point where we would keep finding ourselves going back to these, these conversations. And I think the older I got, looking back to getting a clean slate, I, would, I wanted to do things different. Mm-hmm. So, like, with our relationship, if I transfer that into our relationship, um, I don't want to have to go through so many clean slates. I don't want you to have to cheat on me and we have to wipe a slate and try again. Right. I don't want to yeah. have to, like, me Because we have had fights. Um, and, a lot, and a lot of times when we have those fights, it's with alcohol. Like, yeah. we've rarely had fights being sober because we're, like, in our right mind. Like, we know we hold ourselves very accountable. But when you have liquor in you, it's just, and depending we, on how And much, I will say, out of the 10 years that we've been together, I think that me and you have gotten in, like, a physical altercation maybe, like, three or four times. I, I, could, I will say in the first five years, we probably had one once a year. Yeah. If, if, if I want to count, but it wasn't, it wasn't some, I would say it didn't get that bad. There was one time that it did get kind of, kind of bad, but not to the point where I'm like beat up. Like I've never been beat up. you never been beat up. Like you have had a swollen lip before. I had a, a black eye nah. before. Like it did get to that remember point. Remember I had that point. big scratch on my face? Your mom was mad. Okay, you might have a big scratch. Your, so like, <laughs> your mom had, was like, like don't get us wrong. Like our relationship my is daughter not perfect. did that? <laughs> our relationship is not perfect. Yeah. And there's definitely things that we're we've human. done. We had to learn. And what I would say is that that's why there's even times where I'm like, you know what, maybe I need to stop drinking because when I would drink, yeah. I literally... And I, I lose all self-control when I drink. And to the point where if I'm upset about something, I react. Versus, like, if I was sober, I wouldn't have done that. So a lot of times that I did put my hands on you, I did go against how I felt and my beliefs and my characteristics. I was drinking. And looking back, that's like now it's like now if I am drinking, there's like, there's that, like I, the most recent story I can tell you is there's one night we both were drinking and... I, I made a conscious decision. I think we were mad. So, like, you, we, we were supposed to come home. Like, we just left the bar or something. We were supposed to come home and, like, cuddle, like, have, like, sexy time. Like, just vibe out as, as a couple. Something happened. We started arguing. I think the argument may have started in a car. We got upstairs. And you, you pretty much went upstairs. And you weren't really, like, talking to me. Like, you just went upstairs. I literally stood by the door before coming in and even taking off my shoes, my jacket. I just stood by the door. And I was, like, just. Honestly, I'm borderline was talking to myself because <laughs> it sounds a little crazy, but I, I was actually talking to myself because I, I, anytime you make a decision, a lot of times you probably know what decision you're going to make. There are some people that just are very sporadic and they'll just like black out. But um, there are times where I actually, in a lot of my arguments, there's times where I try to control myself and sometimes I'm not able to control myself and I'll react. But that was a time when I was standing by the door where I was able to control myself because I was thinking, like, I I can go upstairs and do two things. I can go upstairs and keep the fire going, or I can go upstairs go to, and go to bed, de-escalate the fire, just like you would do in a business. Um, I would literally go up there and, and de-escalate everything and, and, and end up having a good night. Because at the end of the day, I know you don't want to argue with me. I hate when we argue in general because it, it, if we have goals to do something one day, that doesn't get done. It honestly just puts us further back. And I have this saying, if we aren't breaking up and it's not something that we're going to break up over, it's really not that big. Why are we holding on to it? We do have to learn how to move yeah. and let stuff go. And us as people, we don't know how to let things go as easily when it's a relationship, when it's a friendship, when it's business, when it's whatever. Family drama. We just got to learn to let things go. And that's that one night where I went upstairs. Um, I changed out of my clothes. I laid down. And then I was acting as if I was going to go to sleep. And I kind of like, you. I think you was on social media or something. And you were just like, just doing what you normally do to like wind down. And 
I let you have time to yourself. And that's really, really big in a relationship. Like, you have to let somebody have time to their self because I, I can't expect you to be over something when you are over it or when I'm over it. So I let you have time to yourself. And then at that point, I think I, like, moved closer to you. Or I did something, but I wasn't being, like, clingy. Because, like, if you're mad at me, you obviously don't want me in your face. There's been times where I would try to, like, come, like, do, like, mmm, come here, baby. Like, like, try to be, like, soft and, you know, like, try to, like, turn you on or something. But if you're mad at me, it doesn't work. It does not work at all. So I have to. And I think it's because I was throwing myself on you. But if I ease my way onto you when you're mad at me, it works better. So I literally, like, kind of scooted over a little bit. It's giving toxic. <laughs> it's giving toxic. But honestly, like, what I'm learning, I feel like what would have gave toxic or would have been giving toxic if I would have went upstairs and kept the fire going. Yeah. What I made a conscious decision to do at the door is to go upstairs and de-escalate the fire. I know we were arguing. I know we're not about to break up. I don't want to go to bed mad at you. I still want to have sex at the end of the night. You know what I mean? Or, or cuddle. I want to do something something intimate before we go to bed. So for me to be able to make sure that that happened, I had to de-escalate the fire. And one of us has to be strong enough to de-escalate. If we're both de-escalating it, that's a perfect relationship. It's not a perfect relationship. So I have to make the conscious decision or you have to. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I know I said a lot. That was like a... Yeah, that was a... It was a lot. Was but a... I got it all out. And did you understand what I was saying? Mm-hmm. All right, but yeah, so that's that's just one lesson that, and we're not here to give advice. I would say I don't like giving advice. I'm just telling you how we get through. At least you can learn from our, our relationship. Mistakes. Yeah. Because if you are dealing with something where your spouse doesn't listen to you or you find yourself arguing, honestly, sit back and analyze the argument. And another thing, like I have to, if you're, if, I think we even talked about this before, so I won't, I won't elaborate on it for too long. But if there's something that's bothering you. I'm not the person to say, oh, that doesn't matter, or just to sweep it under the rug. If it's bothering you for a reason, I need to listen and see why it's bothering you and then figure out how I can make it better or how I can stop doing something and vice versa. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if we're building a relationship to be together, we have big goals. There's so many. To obtain these big goals that we have, we don't have time for petty arguments. Yeah. That is not getting us to from A to B, and it's definitely not going to get us all the way to Z where we're trying to go. So. Also, too, like, I will tell you this, because I know we talked about the whole physical thing. Like, I'm, that's one thing that I'm like, that's against my morals as far as, like, beating on a female. Like, that's not my thing. So it's like, even when that happened, I think, I like, we had a talk after that. And I'm just, I just told you, I was like, look, we got to figure this out. Because if we're going to get physical like that again, then we need we need to go ahead and split it off. split ways. Because then it's like... That's just, it's just ugly. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It, Could you imagine our relationship if, we, if yeah. we did not have that conversation with each other and we were still in here fighting? I know. That's wild. I don't know. I just, for me, I just, I was, I've seen other couples fight. Like, I've been at other people's oh houses and then I've, I've seen where, like, other relationships, other couples literally be, yeah, like, fist fighting in front of one of our friends literally, like, just punched his girl while he was in a car. And then it's like, we what did we do? I think you you didn't like we didn't sit there and just let it happen, but there. we didn't get in it. Oh, I wasn't in the car. You told I was me in the, the car. Yeah, right. We was on the way to you. And see, and see, yeah, and that, no, for me no, that's no. wild because no, it's before like before that, me and you actually we and you were arguing. 
So you rode home with them, yeah. and I drove the other people that, because we were like, we had two cars, and I think we had carpool, so we had some friends in my car mm-hmm. and friends in the other car. I got mad at Ethan, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take the car. I'm going home. The two people that rode with me, I dropped them off. And then Ethan rode with the other couple, and then that's when you witnessed them, like, yeah. fighting in the car. Another thing, too, like, that's why communi- communi- arguments are healthy to an extent. Um, you know, it, it is healthy to argue sometime and have disagreements. Um, as long as those arguments have resolutions and conclusions to them. Sure as that. Um, but... Another thing, too, with being friends with other couples, man, make sure your relationship is solid before you do, because one thing I will say is that a couple I don't even think that really argue, too much anymore. right? So, like a couple, in which yeah, we do. We just hung as out with. As, well, yeah, this is we just couples, hung out with. Oh, Megan and Greg, picky. they're cool. We don't just like before we would double date like quick, if yeah. that makes sense. Like now, like we really vet the people. Yeah, we hold double on, let me get to with. my point. So, like, my, my advice is, as a relationship, is, like, make sure your relationship is good. Y'all ain't got no arguments or none of that. Because the energy, it kind of goes back into the story, and which I'll segue back into that. But, like, how me and you were arguing, and then they ended up arguing and fighting. Like, couples avoid that type. Like, healthy couples tend to avoid... Like that cu- couples that be arguing all the time, and you never know when they're gonna be at each other's neck. Like couples will, healthy couples will avoid that because that energy transfers. And we, it's been a few times where we didn't been out and not We're even a us. Great day. Yeah, not even us. We having a great day. Sex was great in the morning. Like you know what I'm saying with some eggs and like you know some breakfast, coffee. Yeah. Some cinnamon toast, you know, y'all go for a walk or something. Y'all had just a good day, like, and then literally we not even mad at each other, but we arguing with each other. After after we, another couple's after arguing, after we hang out yeah. with another couple, because their energy is so big. So like, when you choose your friends, when you choose the couples you want to double date with, please make sure that those are vibes and couples that you actually you like something about their relationship and you or or and vice versa. Because if they are toxic, honestly. Don't double date. Do not bring mm-hmm. that around because that energy. 15 minutes. That energy is big. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like, so to segue back into that, um, my f- friends at the time, me and her got in an argument. I wrote, my friends were going to drop me off. They get to arguing in a car and they get to fighting. Like when I tell you they was fighting, like they was punching each other like, like, t- <laughs> like it was crazy. Like, you what know what I'm saying? What did you do? I just sat in the back. Like, I was in the back seat. So I just sat in the back seat. Like, what am I going to do? Like, that's why it put me in a weird spot because it was like, if it was any other guy, if it was any other guy, you would want me to intervene. But that's also my homie. Like, I ain't getting in the middle of that. I feel that. And to be honest, she's my homie too. So, like, I'm not, that's y'all relationship. I can't get in the middle of that. And we've been in situations (laughs) where, and to be honest, like, and for people, like, for for anyone that feels like, oh, you should have done something. Nope. If it gets to the point where it gets Uh, really bad, I mean, at some point, maybe. But then, to be honest, when it comes to couples, we have been in a time where we did intervene. And whoever was getting beat up or whoever was the wrong one in the situation or the victim, I guess you would call it, um, in the situation, um, they turned on us. They literally turned on us to the point where they're trying to fight us now. And all we were doing was trying to help them oh, break them up. Oh, you talking about that up. one guy? Yeah, we was trying to break them Man, up. So, so they didn't get hurt. Then they gonna, the, the other person's going to try to 
turn on yeah. us. So I learned my lesson. Like at the end of the day, Money if we were in the room, they obviously clearly this is what they do in their relationship. So that was just a red, red flag for me to abort mission, and I don't want no parts of it. Yeah, I feel you. Because at that point, with and I, I think the biggest thing too, like honestly, man, I like with a relationship, it's it's tricky because you're still dealing with two human beings. And so, like, everybody has flaws. Like, this whole thing where, like, I don't know. Like, for me, I'm big on, like, red flags and toxic traits. You know, I'm not on that. And I think that my relationship set the standards for the relationships that I want to have out in public. Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest thing is, like, man, if if it's toxic, you got to leave. If, if it's toxic. And you know if it's toxic or not. Like, if you keep ending up with the same situation and the, the person keeps apologizing, the same things keeps happening, you're going to be dealing with that until you die. For a long term. And you yeah. have to really ask yourself, is this really worth it? Because some people like toxic. Some people feed it. Some people need it. Some people are attracted to yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, and there, I understand that there still has to be a thrill. That's why arguments can be healthy to an extent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because then when we argue, we're going to be mad at each other. But then, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then I'm a human being. I still get horny. So it's like, well, you might be walking through the house naked or something, you know, or you might, like, bend over or something, do something. Like, you just in your vibe. I'm like, dang. Or then, like, you know what I'm saying? I might be, like, doing some push-ups in the living room or something. Like, or I might just clean up the kitchen on some, like, I ain't got nothing else to do. And then you're like, dang. So then you start kind of, you, you start missing the intimacy. Because, like, you're not really talking to the person, especially because I know you the silent See, treatment we type. have... We, we are, and that's, I'm mm -hmm. glad you brought that up with that. So, like, we have this 24 hours. So, if we are going through an argument or phase, we cannot go 24 hours without talking to each other. <laughs> Seriously, we're not it going to the way hours. you looked at me and said it, though. Like, because we are not doing like, it. Was that, like, a, was that like a compromise or a demand? I felt like it was a demand. Both. <laughs> both. Like, but we no, not going decide, 24 like, hours. 24 hours we're not doing it like our whole thing i don't want to go to bed mad at you like for real like i don't and it's not worth it because i don't what i don't want is it to go into another 24 hours at that point we're just wasting so much time mm -hmm. and i'm like they already say life is so short so if life is so short yeah i'm why not do doing breaks so much time i ain't doing breaks I'm good on a break. I'm not taking a break. That's what I'm saying. I don't, like, that's just we, our opinion. Yeah, if we, I'm not doing if we no taking breaks, a break, bro, we done. We're done, yeah. Like, like, but if we're going to put, if we're going to work it out. Like, we got to take we break, take a break from. Like, if you need to be mad for right now, I'll give you a space. I mean, space. Break. Yeah. I'll give you space. That's, that's why I said 24 hours. But a break, space. though, like, for me, a break I need, is just I need like, time to figure out my thoughts. No, you got 24 hours to figure man, out your thoughts. a break, I'm telling you what's going to happen. It's just, a break is a, a a period of time it's like a single free trial like literally you just want to be like all right can i do deal with this person because to be honest not? in our relationship if it was to get to a time where we both were like i need a break i think at that point we are already saying that we're ready to end our relationship mm -hmm. i don't think we need a break where i'm gonna go stay with my mom for a month or you go do that like if there's something where you just need some space i feel like a healthy relationship you give yourself 24 hours to have some space you I mean, it's just it's, my yeah, like, I don't think you yeah. need more than 24 hours because unless you plan on leaving me, if you plan on leaving me, then yeah. do that. But if it's something where you got to think that long and hard about it, you should already just go. Yeah. 
Just and go. sometimes, like, in general, your life will automatically provide a space for you. Because there's been times where you visited your family. and But I never Maryland. left because I needed a break. Yeah, right. That's exactly. What I'm getting to. But you got a space, though. Like, you space. went on a trip. Like, but were we mad at each other? No. Nah, that's what exactly. I'm at. Like, right. we can do that. But yeah. I'm talking about breaks. But like, if it's something you have to take a break I gotta from. Take a, I got to take a six month break. If you got to take a 30 yeah. minute break. Man, six I months. Mean, a two month break? Six months. You know, honestly, if 24 you, hours, you get a 24 hour taking, break. <laughs> if you're taking a six month break, there's you you have a, you have a side piece, male or female. You're all, y'all smashing Choose other them. people by that time. Choose them. Women, it, it's an area because sometimes women be going on this whole thing like, oh, I ain't did it in like two years. But like, realistically speaking, I feel like there's some people that have it. If she's active years. or she's had her a eye on a guy or like, you know what I'm saying? Typically, she's gonna be like, "Well, we on a break, and a, a, a nigga gonna do the same thing." So it's like, a break for me is just at like, that point, y'all in a whole open relationship. It's y'all a just single free call trial. It what y'all yeah. want. Call and then when y'all start missing each other, or y'all getting that, oh, I miss what we had type thing, then y'all gonna be like, "All right, boom." But if you like in a we single not on life, break no more. but if yeah, but if you exactly, we not on a break. So now no y'all in a closed relationship. Y'all was open. Now y'all closed again. That's yeah, bring it to terms in real life these days where mm-hmm. we are. That's what that and then if, if so, y'all liking a single life better than a relationship, y'all going to stick like, no, nah, I don't want to get back together. Shake on 24 hours space and that's uh, all we need. We ain't got to make it right thing. Let's shake just go to vibe. I'm shake going on to it. I'll shake your hand. I ain't going to be hanging. Yeah, but go. we'll just go with the vibe. Well, the vibe is no more than 24 hours of space. <laughs> but anyway, no, 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 no. Um, I, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this episode. To end the episode, I want to know what, I want to know, based off of our lifestyle, what is the best part of being in a relationship for you? Uh, for me? Um, um, when it's healthy, it's healthy. Like, you know, it, it's like something... I don't know. I really. I've, Do you I, benefit from being in a relationship at all? No. No. Okay. <laughs> all right. Was he? Was he not expecting okay. that answer? I, I feel like he wasn't expecting that answer. I was not. Um, no, honestly, a you, you want me to answer mine first? I'm just gonna. Do you, you, you ask me? Do you know? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Then. So. Yeah, I feel like I feel like having a relationship has tremendous value to my life. As it should. Just tell me one. It's healthy. Just tell me one thing. Like, you inspire me for my goals. You know what I mean? Like, you willing to try new things. Um, no, you're you give me three. <laughs> you're not cool with just, like, settling for, you know, you you actually want, like, a, a great life. And I do, too. So, it's like, if I'm putting extra work on a goal or a business venture, like, you support me in that. So and you contribute it to it. You like you contribute yeah. to it. So it's like um, that. I feel like the intimacy. I like. I love the intimacy. Like I like like cuddling at night. I feel like the most underrated thing that people I've never mentioned during cuddle sessions. Like the that's like kind of like one of the best parts is like when people rub feet together while they mm-hmm. cuddling. You never hear people talk about that. Like Let's talk about it. It feels great <laughs> though. Like so it's like I don't know like. Going to bed at night is probably like, you know, a big part where I'm like, I could see, I kind of see like, you know, you decide to stay another night. that don't have that would be wanting that and missing that. 
Because, okay. like, you know, I'm like, damn, like, it is nice. Even if it's a, it been a hard day, it's just like, all right, well. I agree with that. And honestly, I, I agree with all that. That's kind of like for me, too. And honestly, I think what I like is just having, because I married my best friend, I like the fact that I get to wake up and every day we get to do life together. Like, mm. I, if I'm feeling down, I don't have to be down by myself. If um if the, if I'm struggling in some way, I don't have to struggle by myself. Like if I need someone to help push me, I have a a, a, a at home accountability partner, and I think that's amazing. So mm. I just want to say I appreciate you, and I'm excited to do life with you, and I really do love you. I love you too. Well. Getting all emotional. <laughs> all right. Well, well, I will say this. Are you about to cry? I was about to close the show out. You about to cry? I'm not crying. Your eyes it's are watering. all character, guys. Your eyes are watering. <laughs> but um, no, it's a honestly, nice moment for me. That's good. I'm, it's a nice moment for me too. I also wanted to tell you that I'm grateful that you love. Until me. next time. I'm sorry. I <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. But I am grateful that you love me, though. Like that's I will say, that's one thing that I'm grateful for. And um, this is a podcast topic for another said sub another time, but. I like the fact that we work for each other. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, we both have a job to do. <laughs> so, with that being said, like, you know, like, when I watch a lot of singles podcasts and stuff like that, I tend to hear single people say, like, um, you know, I ain't working for no man or I ain't working for no woman. Like, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But you, when you find a Don't person... Don't even get me started. Yeah, like, when you find a person that matches your energy... I think I said that to you one day. Are we going to talk about I that? I had asked you to, like, make me a plate or something like that. He was like, I don't work for you. I was like, you're right. We work for each other. And it's like, that is true. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, we'll get into that more and how that plays a benefit into our relationship. But on another note, um, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We're still getting the studio set up. So, getting all the sound stuff and all that together. So, this is kind of like a test run. But... I, as always, I actually really enjoyed this conversation with you. Me too, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Definitely like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends, family. If you guys have any topics or any perspectives that you want to know about our relationship or how we handle day-to-day -day life, definitely comment, let us know, DM us. Um, we're open for discussion. Um, and until next time, go be go great. Be great. <laughs>